We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Open Line continues here on a Friday night. Have about uh, 20, 25 minutes left in the program very happy to uh, welcome back on. He's a friend of the program, friend of KMOX. You heard him uh, on the call when uh, City SC2 were playing their games. The um, the uh, friendly with uh, Bayer Leverkusen. You see him do uh, Mizzou games for uh, SEC uh, Network. He is Nate Gatter. You follow him on Twitter at Nate Gatter. He joins us right now. Hi, Nate. Hi, Matt. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. All right, I'm going to talk Mizzou stuff with you in just a second, but uh, I, as we have established well between the two of us, uh, a lot of the lingo, a lot of the vernacular, a lot of the weird things that happen in soccer, I'm not great with. So there was an announce, announcement today about the League's Cup tournament that's going to be uh, taking place. I know that uh, Club America, which is a really, really big name in Mexican soccer, is going to be coming to St. Louis. Can you kind of explain this announcement, what this tournament is, and what it means for uh, soccer fans in St. Louis? Yeah, so this is not the first edition, technically, of the League's Cup that there's ever been, but it is a very new-look League's Cup, and MLS trying something they haven't done before. Um, that's going to involve completely pausing the season for a month. Uh, both the Liga MX and MLS seasons will pause from uh, mid-July to mid-August in order to play this tournament. Um, and I think it, you know, it's, it, the idea is that it's supposed to be a World Cup-style tournament. Um, I think, I don't know that MLS has said this explicitly, my feeling would be that MLS, like everybody else, has looked around the United States and realized that the World Cup, for whatever reason, appeals to the casual American sports fan a little bit more than um, certainly than MLS does and and more than soccer generally has in this country. Obviously, it's getting a lot more popular. uh, But one of the barriers, including one that affects the highest levels of the game, even the Premier League, when it comes to popularity in the U.S., has been the lack of a playoff system and the lack of that sort of single-game drama that American fans are used to, the, sort of the culmination of the season when the Premier League is set up as just 20 teams in a league. You play each team home and away at the end of the season. Whoever has the best record is the champion. That's that. There are obviously competitive reasons to set your league up like that. In theory, you're going to get, the, over the larger sample size, the true best team winning. But in some ways, American sports fans are disappointed by that. So I think this is meant to capture some of the attraction that we as a country have had to the World Cup. Uh, The idea being that you have this little group stage and then you quickly progress into a knockout stage where the stakes are high in every single game, win or go home. And that sort of thing has has appealed to American fans. 
I think it's also a great opportunity for this crossover because MLS is growing in popularity. More importantly, MLS is growing in quality and getting to a place now, as we saw with Seattle Sounders, uh, you know, winning uh, the CONCACAF Champions League last year, where the top teams in MLS can compete with the top teams in Liga MX. Maybe not every single night, and maybe it's relatively few MLS teams, but the top of MLS is at a level on the field that it has not been before, maybe ever, certainly not relative to Liga MX. And uh, I, so I think it's a really good opportunity for these leagues to cooperate with one another and, uh, and continue to develop the game in North America. In particular, I, I think it, it benefits MLS probably more than Liga MX, but it's attractive to the Liga MX clubs because it gives them an opportunity to play some meaningful games in the United States where a massive chunk of the Liga MX fans live. What does it mean for soccer fans in St. Louis that Club America is going to be coming here and playing at City Park? I would think it means a lot. I mean, this is one of the massive clubs in Mexico, you know, more titles than, than any other team in the country. Uh, thir- or in the history of Mexican soccer, 13 league titles. They've won Copa Mexico six times, which is also a record. I mean, we're talking about a, a team that has a stadium, plays at a Estadio Azteca, right? That, that plays in the stadium of Mexico that seats almost 90,000 people. You could fit close to four city parks inside Estadio Azteca from a capacity standpoint. This is, I don't really know a good analogy. I'm trying to, to get it just right. I think it would be the equivalent of if the Yankees, came to play like the Springfield Cardinals. Um, and, and that's not necessarily in terms of quality, but just in terms of the size of the team and the size of the fan base and the history and all of those sorts of things. I think that's a, a decent analog. Um, and you can imagine then what, you know, what that looks like. Um, I would expect that Club America fans will be willing to travel quite a long distance to get to St. Louis in order to see this game. I would expect um, that on the secondary market, this will be by far the most expensive uh, city home game of the season, including the home opener. Um, that one might be close. Maybe by far isn't fair relative to the home opener, but that's the only game I think would probably be in the stratosphere because my expectation would be there are plenty of Club America fans, even if they live as far away as Chicago or Kansas City, maybe even if they live two or three further states away, are saying, you know, this is a a much shorter trip than it would be to go back to Mexico and see them. Um, you know, it's a, it's a cheaper one. It's an opportunity to do it where maybe in driving distance, those sorts of things. I would expect that uh, there is going to be a real fervor, especially from their side around this game, which is really exciting because it, it's obviously exciting for city being in their first season and getting to play a, a club of this size. And then the buzz is going to be just as strong, if not stronger uh, from Club America fans, even though the magnitude of the game will be much smaller for them, considering the history of their club and how accomplished they are. This is in some ways just another game. Uh, but I think for their fans, many of the fans who will be there, it's not another game just because of where it's being played. Nate Gatter is continuing to join us in in generally like for sports fans who are not big soccer fans. The only time we really see a league stop play for a while is in the NHL when NHL players are participating in the Olympics. Do you, generally speaking, maybe not even specific to this tournament, but generally speaking, do you like the idea that MLS is willing to kind of press pause on the season for a little while for something that could be very good for soccer in the United States? I do like it. I think it's a fun and creative idea. I think it keeps things fresh. If, it, if they were just doing this within MLS teams, 
um, sort of like trying to change the way the U.S. Open Cup is played or something like that and create just a league cup that only had MLS teams, I would not really enjoy it because I don't think that's the kind of thing that appeals to American fans. I think this will have enough blitz to it to be intriguing. I think the format will be appealing and provide an opportunity to, to bring in some more fans. I think it will probably be a revenue generator for uh, MLS teams, which uh, obviously is less important to fans, but I think it is important for the league. Um, my only concern is that there are only two guaranteed games for each team. So there are 48 teams or, or uh, 45 teams who will be going into the group stage, two teams, LAFC from MLS, and, uh, and I don't remember the Mexican team off the top of my head, but two teams will get buys based on last season's performances into the round of 32. Other than that, divide the 45 teams up into 15 groups of three. City will play a home game against Club America and will play an away game against Columbus Crew. They're the only other MLS team in their group. The top two teams advance. You play those two games, you get points based on the results. If there is a game that would end in a draw, it'll go to a penalty shootout to determine the extra point. And the team, the two teams with the most points after those two games will advance. Obviously, on paper, City will be the underdog of the group. If you rank them, I'm sure all prognosticators will say City is are likely, at least at this point, who knows where we'll be in July. That's, there's a lot of soccer to be played between now and then. But City would have to be picked third in the most likely scenario. My concern then, maybe in particular for City, because it's in the middle of their first season, if you play your two games, and you lose them both, or one way or another you finish third, and you don't qualify for that group stage, you're now staring at three-plus weeks Mm -hmm. of no games. I think that could be a little bit awkward for the the 15 teams that are eliminated at the first time of asking and don't get to be among those 32 that move on. Um, We'll see how that goes. I think that dynamic is is a little bit interesting. Um, obviously that's an incentive for, for the league though, uh, for both leagues to try to keep it moving once you get to the knockout stage, because every day longer the knockout stage goes is another day that every team that's been eliminated isn't getting to play any games. And that's just time for fans to get distracted by other things. Um, so my hope is that, that that creates an incentive to really keep things moving and keep the tempo of it up. And that that is also engaging for fans. Um, and obviously my even bigger hope would be that city could find a way to, uh, to make it through and, and play a little bit of a knockout stage soccer, because I think that would be a really exciting thing as well. All right, before we get you out of here, let's talk a little Missouri basketball. They're coming off a fantastic win against Arkansas this week in the midweek, 79-76. This is an Arkansas team that when they played at their place, uh, they lost 74-68, obviously you play at home. It's a little bit different, but what can you just, I mean, it, there were moments this year where you looked and saw what Missouri was doing and you said at some point they're going to fall off a little bit, but they just keep winning games. You know, they, they lost those back-to-back games against A&M in Florida and then they come back with the win against Arkansas. They've got a really tough game against the fourth-ranked team in the nation, Alabama, tomorrow. But, man, it just, it just feels like they keep doing things that kind of justify what they've done as a whole this year, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I think that's right. Um, I, you know, I think they're still in position to to be an NCAA tournament team, which is, I think, the most that any Mizzou fan could have hoped for coming into the season, and I don't think many would have thought that was a realistic target. Um, I, obviously, that Florida loss was a little bit disappointing. The A&M loss, they really didn't play well, and so you wondered, to your point, if, if things were slipping away. At the same time, I thought they certainly could have won that game in Fayetteville. Um, you know, the second half, that's a tough place to play. 
Um, and, and the second half, I thought Arkansas fans made a big difference, uh, even in the latter stages of the first half. And, and Mizzou just couldn't put together enough good possessions down the stretch. But I thought they played pretty well there and were good enough to win had they gotten a little bit lucky. Um, it's funny because that game involved taking the big early lead and then letting it slip away. And Wednesday night was in some ways the opposite in, in having fallen behind midway through the second half, even what double digits with seven minutes to go. Um, you know, that, that, I think that says a lot about them. And it also says something to me, and this is maybe the most important part. I, I'm a little bit weird in this way. I mean, this is the first season of Dennis Gates. Ultimately, the success of his tenure is not determined by how this season goes. Even if they fizzle down the stretch and don't make the tournament, obviously that'll be a disappointment. I think it's clear that this program is moving in a better direction now than it was 365 days ago. What really excites me is I feel like Wednesday night was a true reverse fixture, if you will, that a lot of the things that hurt Mizzou and having to fight that tough Arkansas crowd a couple of weeks ago in Fayetteville really worked in their favor. And it's an example of just what a great home court advantage Mizzou Arena can be when Mizzou is consistently relevant, playing consistently well, and selling out that building game after game as they have over the last month. In many ways, Mizzou Arena has been dormant for, you could argue, like the last decade, Mm -hmm. right? It's it's been a while since Mizzou Arena has felt like it it has these last few weeks, certainly since it's felt that way with any consistency outside of just a one-off game here against Kentucky, one-off game there against another big-name opponent. Um, And you worried that maybe that was going to be how the season went when the place sold out and they got boat raced by Kansas back in December. Um, In the end, they've been able to to play well enough that they're turning – any game into a big game, right? The draw is Mizzou rather than the draw is Mizzou's playing a big name opponent. And I think that's the most important thing. Mizzou fans are energized right now. There's a lot of hope around the program. There's more positivity there in that building than I think there's been in a long time. He is Nate Gatter. He's our resident soccer expert. You see him providing play-by-play of Missouri athletics on SEC Network, SEC Network Plus. Follow him on Twitter at Nate Gatter. Nate, always appreciate you coming on. We'll talk again real soon. Thank you, Matt. Have a great night. You too. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollar per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.